Is there a part of you that's glad you didn't know me in like the 2000s? Because some of the stuff that we did on the radio was so stupid, so either vulgar or offensive. Like we could never get away with this kind of stuff nowadays. And on Wednesdays, we look back onto some of these moments and say, oh my God, who was this person? How was this even on the radio? It was this week back in 2009 where we asked the stupid question of, are rich guys better in bed? And you get to endure that today with a moment in Kramer history. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello, welcome to the show. Yep, we're a daily podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom on this 22nd of February. Happy to have you here. Uh, that's uh, We're going to live our lives out loud, laugh a lot, and love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Okay, so the question that I know we've been talking a lot about podcast is like, when is the right time to let your pet go, right? And mm. if you're new to our show, I have a chihuahua who's 14 and a half and her name is Kiki and she's been, she's had a heart condition for a long time. She's starting to slow down, but every pet parent knows like, when is, when is it? Like, when's the time? Like she's doing okay and then she's not doing as okay and then she's doing okay and then she's not doing as okay. And like, when you have to play the role of God, getting mm-hmm. uh, up times, right? So I've been struggling with this. Really quick update was that I took her to the vet today. She was able to get her blood taken. So that was good. So hopefully by tomorrow actually tomorrow's show is already done so by friday hopefully we'll have some kind of update on what's going on with her not wanting to um her vomiting so hopefully we'll have more info on that and uh yeah so it's so weird though because i was just minding my own business sitting over here going through my instagram and i had a, a, a message from a woman named rebecca and she basically told me that she does like this psychic pet thing uh, where she's able to like connect with pets and help them through the transition. And obviously I was like super interested because I'm like, that's like the, just, the, you, know, you have to understand like this is how my life goes. Like I just mind my own business and like just weird stuff like this pops in my lap. <laughs> right. Didn't go seeking this out by any means. Uh, but so we actually called her for, I was going to put this on the radio show, but uh, I'm going to put like a summed up version of it on the air. But I thought I'd play the long form version of you to kind of give you an idea of what she does mm-hmm. and kind of see what you think about this. So listen. So what is it that you, what is it that you do exactly? It's called Healing Touch for Animals. I've been able to develop kind of my my psychic gifts around that and so I ask the dog you know what are you going to come back as I can kind of tell your owner and so just kind of connecting with that with my own dog and helping other people's dogs just so they can still feel connected to their dog once they left so really I feel like it's helping people and their pets transition from physical form to spiritual form and how do you still stay in touch in this new form like when did you realize you could even do this that's not like a I don't run around and be like I this dog is telling me everything I know. I would say it's really developed in the last year. Um, my dog, Lola, she was my first dog, and she passed away in um, September 2020. And so it was really tough. Like, that was yeah. my first dog I ever had. And just like you, Kramer, we spent a lot of time at the vet. Uh, oh, those last yeah. six months were rough. I think what I'm stuck with right now that I know a lot of pet parents are stuck with is like, 
is it time? And like, if I could only talk to my pet, if they could only just tell me what they wanted to do right now, then it'd be like a whole lot easier. Like, are you able to, to like tune into that kind of stuff? Um, I would say, you know, you're going to know you, mm. they'll show you in your eyes. They'll just be, you'll just know when it's time. It's hard to like fully quantify it, but I really just, you need to trust yourself. Like you'll know. No, you but know. I can't. That's what I'm stuck with right now, man. That's like, that's like where my big holdup is. What do you expect to be able to get from Kiki through this session? So what I do is I kind of tap into their energy and I, I connect usually if I have a picture or something that's helpful, yeah. but I connect and I really just acknowledge like the purity of the essence of their soul. Um, you know, if you can share any memories, your fondest memories, we try to just build that unconditional love and get that energy going. Yeah. I let them know that, you know, they were the best dog. They did their job. Like it's okay to let go. Um, and, I can kind of, it's really crazy. I can like feel in my body when they lift out, like it's weird. I had my one friend's dog and I was feeling lower back pains when it was happening. And then all of a sudden, like they just faded away. A couple of times I've been able to feel just the dog actually lift during that time up. And then they kind of will give me an image of what they might want to come back as, um, and it's kind of funny. They tell me in their own little voice, like my one friend's dog was like, I don't know if you've seen the movie Coco with that rainbow colored dog with the yeah. big tongue oh, hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Well, I got that image. And then the dog was like, no, I am a distinguished lady. Like, oh. and she's got these beautiful monarch wings with herself. And another dog wanted to come back as like a white butterfly. And I was like, hey, guys, I want to be a butterfly, too. You know, yeah. so I can I get some hummingbirds, um, just different things. But. But I did check in with Kiki last night and she said she wasn't ready yet as of last night. So was she able to tell you if she's in pain or if she needs anything? I don't really know if you can. That's even like a thing. But I think that's my biggest concern as a pet parent, which most of ours is, is like, you know, what do we do? Like, like, our, we was can't she, tell what they're feeling, you know. I don't think she's in pain. I'm getting a no for that. Mm -hmm. Um I think just kind of keep loving her, you know what I mean? And thank her for loving you and talk to her, let her know, like to tell you when it's time. Um, I think getting quiet really helps. Um, I picked up meditation, but just kind of being in stillness and kind of looking into their eyes, you know, and you'll, they kind of communicate, communicate right. telepathically with us. So right. you'll, you'll kind of know, I think just keep loving her as much as you can still support her. It just feels so hard to let them go and, there's still life there. You know what right, I mean? But exactly. I, I hear everybody say it's better to let them go too early than a, a minute too late. But yeah. you'll know, you'll just trust yourself. Uh, okay. Well, I'm up <laughs> six weeks later, I'm still like, Oh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, well, thank you for what you do. And if there's anybody that does want to get in touch with you to find out, you know, or to help with this passing, cause I know it is, it's so, mind-numbing towards the end uh, and then of course mm -hmm. the grief of the loss is always tough too how can how can people get in touch with you um they can contact me on instagram i set up a page called diamond wings of light because my name is rebecca diamond um or email me diamond wings of light at gmail.com hey mom what do you what do you think about all that what's your thoughts wow you know i believe that um you know, she may have a gift and she's trying to figure out what to do with it. But I certainly believe that there are people that can communicate with the spirits of people 
and animals. I, I definitely believe that's true. I do believe it's a gift. Um, yeah, I, obviously, she's just discovering it for herself. Right, she's kind of figuring out what it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm gonna. I, I don't know why. For some reason, she didn't cover this on the recording. I don't know why, but she sent me a message later on. She said, "Hi, thanks again for the." Uh, for this morning, I was able to do some he- some energy work on Kiki. Her heart chakra was blocked, and I could feel the pressure in my heart and the heaviness in my hand that was touching, quote unquote, touching her heart. Um, mm. I was able to to clear it, and now all of her chakras are clear and open. Uh, wow. The feeling in her heart went away, when, uh, and my hand felt lighter. As I was connecting with Kiki, I asked her if there was any... Um, if there's anything she wanted me to share with you, she loves you so much. It made me cry. Just this overwhelming feeling of unconditional love. So much love for such a little dog. Uh, she wants you to know that she will be okay. I see her laying in grass uh, and with a big smile on her face, mm. like in the picture you posted on her 14th birthday. Mm. The energy work I did should continue to support her healing. Please keep me updated and feel free to reach out anytime you need anything. If you feel her breathing gets labored or distressed or anything, let me know the energy, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So. Wow. I like, (laughs) again, I don't, I don't go seeking this stuff out. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it just comes to me, but Mm -hmm. obviously I hear that and I'm like, well, maybe she's, maybe she's not ready to go yet. You know, Mm -hmm. like maybe she's not, Mm -hmm. maybe it's not her time yet. You know, like I don't, Mm -hmm. this is like, this is the stuff I struggle with. And again, I got about 20 messages today with, with your opinions on what I should do and everything else. And I hear you. Um, but I just gotta do my best, man. Today she's actually doing fairly well. Of course, that's Mm -hmm. how it goes. Uh We have two good days. We have one bad day. It's kind of like, all Mm -hmm. right, well, not quite sure how to do, how to, how to handle this. So, Mm Uh, that's, that's the latest with Kiki. And, and if you're burnout with psychics, it's too bad because tomorrow we've got another one on the show as well. <laughs> so and I didn't, that's didn't amazing. actually mean, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to plan it this way. I don't like to do too much like the it's same stuff over and over. Week. Yeah. So tomorrow we have a, a woman that is out of Florida and she is Miguel and Holly's show psychic. And I had a really cool reading with her and she's going to come on and share some of the stuff that. Uh, that she sees about my life and my future. Actually, my mom, like it's so funny. My mom just happened to pop in in the middle of the recording and she actually read my mom too and was able to, to do some stuff with your mom, mom, and uh, some other stuff about your life and your body. And so it was, that's tomorrow. If you like psychic stuff, cool. If you don't, then come back Friday. We got a lot of psychic mm-hmm. stuff on the show for some reason right now. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how I feel about the psychic stuff. Honestly, God, I don't. Like I, I again, like Michaela, uh, Michaela was, is, is, I think is really cool. And, mm-hmm. um, I think it is, I think this Stacy woman's onto something. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I never know really what to think with it. Cause I've, I've interviewed a bunch of psychics, obviously, cause they, yes. they're always, and some I believe and some I don't, mm-hmm. but I can just only compare it to my, my own actual life. So right. there's that. Um, I guess we should do mom tent for the week. So this is our weekly segment that we do where I said, mom, what's your favorite thing you saw on the internet this week? You can bring it to the podcast and we'll call it mom tent. It's my mom's content. So uh, without further ado, it is (laughs) this week's edition of mom tent. (laughs) You know, not too long ago, I read an article about doing little exercise nuggets. You know, it's like when you're just standing around and you have two or three minutes and you just do squats 
or you do push-ups or, you know, sure. just when, when you'd be wasting time. Right. And how easy that is to get into that practice. And and I do that now. Or dance to a good song, you know? That's what I saw. Actually, really quick, I didn't know you were talking about this. Mm-hmm. I saw on I saw on TikTok that you can you can burn like a thousand extra calories a day mm-hmm. by just like cleaning your house, like doing like, like the mundane stuff that you're already like need to be doing anyway, but you mm-hmm. can consider it like working out. So anyway, yeah. it's just crazy like I mean, the amount of calories you could amazing. potentially burn. It's amazing how, yeah, how much you can get in and, it, you know, and you don't even realize it. Right. It doesn't take any more time. But this is, um, this is not that. <laughs> this okay. Is from, All right. This is Unnecessary medium. setup, but that's fine. <laughs> this is from Medium and it's 17 life-changing micro habits that require only five minutes or less. Okay. So, you know, it's not like making a resolution, but it's, it's things to try to get in the habit of. All right. Make a huge difference in your life. Uh, never do this before you go to bed. One micro habit that can make a huge different difference in your life is to never go to bed with a dirty kitchen. Mm, no, Mm-mm. that's okay. Do you? Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh no, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it'll give you peace of mind and it'll start your day off so much better than next okay, day. Okay, this this is probably I'm assuming this is this is for people in relationships, okay? Single people, no, single people. Let me let me tell you something about single people, mom. You haven't <laughs> been single in 51 years. Let me tell you something <laughs> about single people. We don't care about stuff like that. <laughs> Do I like it absolutely? I yes. like it. But I ain't trying to impress nobody. Like I, well, I just—it's the last thing I want to do at the end of my day. This uh-huh. is what I literally do. I walk into the to the, uh, <laughs> I walk into the um, kitchen and I'll cook my dinner. And then like I look over and see the dishwasher's clean. I'm like, well, these dishes are gonna wait in the sink until tomorrow because I just do not have the energy to pop those bad boys out. Hmm. God bless yeah. you for those that can do it. I love it. I love it. Uh-huh. I love it. You and probably you get, love it. You probably got kids and, and spouses and everything else that can help you with everything else around your world. When you're, I don't know if I've ever gone to bed with my kitchen a mess. I think Whatever. it's me. I again, I think there's only two people, two single people that listen to this podcast. I think it's me <laughs> and Stacy in Tennessee. Um, but I would Margaret? almost bet you and Margaret. Okay, so the three of us. <laughs> All y'all in relationship, y'all sit around and be like, oh, that's so great. Uh, Stacy and Margaret, let me know if your kitchen is dirty because I bet you, I bet you it is. And that's okay. Uh-huh. I, mean, I, be, I bet you don't go to sleep with it. But, but again, do I like it? Sure. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. This is an easy one. I do this one too. Park your ca- car a thousand yards away from your home or office and get in those extra steps. And I'm also mm-hmm. not going to do that. No, why not? I'm just not going to do that. Exercise. I'm I'm just just not going to do that. Well, for you to park your car, it's pitch black dark. But yeah, I'm just not. But when you're shopping, when I'm out today, today, Jim and I were at the hospital. I park as far away from that entrance as I can. Do the same thing at the grocery store. Do the same thing anywhere I go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I again. but what I would always find funny, here's the people that I find funny, is that people, this is what I won't do, okay? Because I understand, like, let's say you're going to Target or something. Mm-hmm. What I won't do is I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to wait for a spot to open up. Mm-hmm. 
like you, people you see people like they turn their blinkers on because they want they, they see a spot like five five oh, spots yeah. in oh, but yeah. but all they're going to be doing is walking around the store right uh-huh. so uh-huh. like it's not like you're really doing much good by parking closer <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah it doesn't really make a lot of sense for you to if like you got to walk around the store anyway mm-hmm. why 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 are you going to wait four minutes for that person to like get their seatbelt on, mm-hmm. check their phone, mm-hmm. crank their car, mm-hmm. talk to their person in the car. You know, mm-hmm. it just doesn't make any sense to me. But I mean, I, would I ever, I mean, it's good. It's a good idea. It's a good lesson. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't think I would actually do it, but it's good. It lesson. is good. And I want to hear from people if they do this. I want to hear from our that. fans. I think a lot of, I think a lot of older people do that. Oh. Cause y'all like, yeah, y'all, don't this walk, an old. y'all don't be walking that much. I'll just be like oh. sitting all day. Do you walk 10,000 steps a day? No, 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 no. All right then. No, I don't. And you but must be I, an old person. I got seven jobs. Like if I if I had if I had time to walk ten thousand steps every day, like that'd be lovely. Well, I wish I had the time to walk ten thousand steps every day. Then it'd be a dream. <laughs> you know. Please right, this- give me the ability to walk. Give me the time. Give me the time to walk ten thousand steps in a day, and I promise Honey, you, I'll do it every day. Your time is your time. I'm telling you. You there decide. No, we all 10, have the same twenty four hours. <laughs> this is some some people in relationships say when you're single, you ain't got people back here cleaning your kitchen. You got to clean your damn kitchen before you go to sleep. I ain't got time down here walking damn steps. That's exactly right. Ten thousand, nothing. Let me see. Actually, let me, let me tell you my steps I walked today, just to give All you an right. idea of this. Um, right. And then we'll do a couple more of these, and I'll put the rest on the. Uh, oh, okay, I wish let's I see. could pull mine up because I did good today. I did three thousand steps, so oh, not that great. That's what I normally do not in a great. day. What the no, heck? Not good. You better get it's with it. No, not good. <laughs> All right, what else? But you do run, you do work out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's another one. Uh, follow the one-minute rule. This is from Gretchen Rubin, who wrote The Happiness Project. One simple way to stay on top of things is to take care of tasks that take less than a minute to complete immediately, like recycling your junk mail, hanging up your coat, responding to a text, closing a, closing a silverware drawer, close your cabinets and your drawers. Or screwing the lid on a jar of peanut butter. These little bitty micro things that take one second will make a big difference in your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine. I, I can agree <laughs> with that. One. I, got, I, got, I got an extra minute in my schedule. <laughs> I got a few of those in there, so I could probably do some of that. That's good. All right, two more. All right. Um, a small zipper bag hack. I'll also do this one. So, and, and you probably do this one as well. Hunger directly affects your brain. It makes us make it makes us do impossible things. So when we're away from home, we'll eat almost anything without counting the calories, right? So if we leave and we're wanting a snack, instead of stopping at the 7-Eleven and buying potato chips, you should keep things like nuts or dried fruits. Nobody's things. doing that. And Nobody's look, doing do that. that. Nobody's doing that. Again, that's, protein that's, bars. that's people, uh, how much how much damn time y'all got to sit over here and count out your chips. And nobody's doing that. No, uh-uh. don't I eat one point five pounds of chips either weekend. <laughs> eat, eat some walnuts. This is no. when you're in your car. Mm-hmm. So you don't make no. bad mistakes or pull into the McDonald's and eat I bet you n- literally nasty. nobody listening does that. I bet you we, we have thousands of listeners all over the country. Really? And I bet you that not one person does that. Wow. Other than you, which I mean, don't get me wrong. Is it smart? Yes. But I'm telling you, like, is anybody actually doing that? No. Like, I'm just, I'm My not. My problem like, yes, I, is because in, you know, the same problem you have, if you're, if you're vegan and you're gluten-free, your choices are pretty narrow. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yep. That's true. 
All right. One more. Can I get one more? Yep. Okay. Count till 10 in your head before replying to any of the blue questions. <laughs> we often regret saying things that we aren't supposed to. So whenever someone comes up with an out-of-the-blue question, instead of blurting out some nonsense, just pause for at least 10 seconds, and you'll make, you'll make a better decision about how to answer it. <laughs> this person counts to 10 in their head, thinking about the response. Just I wonder how that would go in real life, though. I'm just, again, I like it. I like it. That's smart. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to think, though, in real life, how awkward that would be, you know? Like you're at work, and your coworkers just said something stupid, and you're like... One, two, three. Well, you don't do it out loud. That'd be, that'd be so intimidating. You know what I mean? One, two, three. Well, it, it also went on to say like Four. you could pretend you dropped something and Five. you had to pick it up. <laughs> um, okay. Right. Well, there you go. I don't I know, know if anyone follows any of this besides me. I don't think anyone's – Anyone's going to do those, but it's good. All right, let's get, to, uh, let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay, it's from Gandhi. Happiness is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are in harmony. Oh, boy, you got to walk your talk. So you got to control your thoughts, got to act on them, and you've got to speak your truth, and you've got to... Do what you say you're going to do. Yeah, I feel like we could probably all each do like one of those pretty well. Mm. <laughs> you know, like you could probably think of – wait, it's, it's again, it's one more time. It's what? When what you think, what you say, and what you do. Yeah. Or in harmony. I think we could probably all do one of those okay. Mm. But getting all three of those is tough. Mm -hmm. I was re I listened to a podcast the other day. I don't know if I've talked about this on the pod on this podcast or where. I was listening to Brene's, Brene Brown's podcast on trust mm -hmm. and it was actually i think it was an oprah podcast or something but it was about trust and she was talking about how like it's really hard to trust people that gossip you know yes <laughs> did, I, did i talk about this in the podcast i don't remember if i did or not but no, i'm like yeah, but, I, but i agree because you know they'll gossip about you too yeah like i think yeah, about that and i'm sure. like I'm like, damn, man, that's so true. Like, mm -hmm. and I'm such a gossip. I can't believe nobody trusts me. <laughs> well, that's why. But like my my friends and I, what's so funny <laughs> is I don't really, see, I feel like, okay, first off, I feel like spouses are free reign, right? So like when I was married, I felt like I could gossip about people to my spouse and that was like free game. Do you agree mm -hmm. with that? Yeah, because you, that's somebody that you trust more right. than a friend. But like, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not telling you to like tell your spouse. Like, I'm telling you to tell you. But I always like, I, I didn't really break that. I mean, I didn't really do that rule. I didn't think that was that good. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, like, I mean, I God, I. It's funny how going back to how you can probably do one of those pretty well. Mm -hmm. So you can probably think good thoughts. But mm -hmm. maybe you talk trash or say or say mean things to people, mm -hmm. or maybe you do good things. Like okay, for example, I, I I consider myself to be doing good by eating a vegan diet, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. Less animals killed, awesome, love it. Mm -hmm. But then, like, I'm so crappy in other areas where I'm like, <sighs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you ever do that to yourself? Or like, man, I'm so I'm so this. Like, I'm so I go to church every Sunday. But like mm -hmm. I cussed my husband out on the way there or something. It's like, <laughs> uh, it's not really, 
It's not no, really it. And don't get me we... wrong. I mean, it's good that like there's like one we're all doing one good thing. And I think that's yeah. something you got to really like take into consideration. Yeah. Is it like, I don't think, and I don't, I really, and this is, this is going to sound crude, but like, I really don't think you can do all those things very well together. I don't. You I think don't? that's a very, I mean, is it, who was that quote by the damn Buddha? Like, what do you want? Oh, that's from Gandhi. Gandhi. Okay. The damn Buddha, Gandhi, whatever. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If, if we, if, these are the same people that can take 10,000 steps every day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, to, to do, I try not to look at the big picture sometimes, which I know is crappy because I know that's like take a look at the, like at the small picture and I'm like, okay, like in the small picture, I'm doing okay. Uh-huh. And the small picture, but like, uh-huh. so like one thing I beat myself up over is like buying fast fashion. Right. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I, you know, I'll, I'll eat vegan. Right. That's cool. And like, mm-hmm. I, I save a lot of animals, which is cool, you know, by doing my dog adoption segment, I feel good about doing that on the radio show. Get a, mm-hmm. had a lot of dogs saved because of that. That feels good. Mm-hmm. But then like I go buy $20 jeans at Target, which is made in some other country where they're, you know, their conditions are just as bad as these mm-hmm. damn mm-hmm. poor shelter dogs, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like literally. And I'm like, man, like, how do you just, I, I I don't know. I can pay $250 for a pair of jeans. I should. I should. Mm-hmm. But this is the point. Is like, yes, we would all strive. Yes. To do good at all times. Yes. But like if, if you're carving out your little piece in the world where you're doing some good, like that alone, you should feel good about that. And like yes. always try to do a bit more and better and think more openly and mm-hmm. you know, try to try to improve yourself. But don't also beat yourself up just because – is I, I, you're not going to like none of us are going to be able to save the world. Well, but if you're doing good in the world and things that you feel good about, you probably you probably do have those things in alignment because that's what makes you happy. Well, I don't know. Ask these ask these Target jeans laying on the floor next to me. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, see, so. you know better. I know better. Mm-hmm. I just not doing better, which mm-hmm. I think is a pretty crappy thing to do if you know better. <laughs> so people ask me that, like, well, don't you cheat on you know when on your vegan diet? I'm like, no, like I can't. I mean, very rarely. I'm probably ninety eight percent strict about it because like I just can't do it, you know. Right. But yeah. then I'm over here like, I got my Target jeans on, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, I'm sitting on my leather sofa. I'm sitting on my leather sofa. <laughs> it's so comfortable. I'm driving my Jeep around, killing the environment. <laughs> toot, toot. You know, like, what? It just <laughs> I get eight miles to the gallon, but and I'm just telling well, you, like. Nobody's perfect, but I think we can all strive to get those things in alignment. You will drive yourself crazy. You'll literally drive yourself crazy. <laughs> the second you start to try to like be a better person, you'll drive yourself crazy. So like, try to be a, a, a good person because mm-hmm. being the best person is just, I, it's just exhausting. But you do like little things. I feel like that's, you know, you go. Go go go! Volunteer some time, and then you know, um, then go melt the ice caps when you leave. It's like, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I know this is not that motivational here at the end, but it's it stresses me out. It always stresses me out because I'm always like, there's something else. No matter who you are, Nancy Yancey, I guarantee you, Nancy Yancey alone has got terrible things she's doing to the world all the time. Oh, all the time. You know? Oh yeah. 
even just by ordering Amazon all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like, I don't know. I'm, taking, I'm taking away from small businesses that can't Yeah. Think how many small Dawsonville yeah. businesses you've closed personally. I, you I do demon. feel bad about that. I honestly yeah. do. That's what I'm saying. Like, but I this just is, wish they would carry the products I need around I, here. I just wish they would deliver to my house in two days. <laughs> and put you it know? on my front steps and I don't <laughs> have to go anywhere. I'm telling you, y'all. Even Nancy Yancey's a, a demon. Oh, so. oh yeah. Oh, don't try yeah. to – don't beat yourself up. Uh, let's talk about AG1 really quick. If you haven't tried AG1 yet, I'd love for you to give it a shot and tell me how it makes you feel because really at the end of the day, that's really what matters. I started taking AG1. It's this daily powder you take first thing in the morning. It's awesome. wanted to work on my digestion and I would say it's – exceeded my expectations at first if you know what i mean uh, it really did it kind of like regulated my body in like such a weird sense like it just kind of cleared everything out and it just it was good it's really it is really good and with 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens it will help start your day out right so if you're trying to work on things like your gut health maybe your nervous system your immune system your energy or your recovery or your focus or your aging this is literally what it's all good for so to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash kramer again it's athleticgreens.com slash kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance I know. Okay, if you want to be undemon like, <laughs> you could do some good today and help out your your podcast over no. here. <laughs> that would be beneficial because think, I mean, every day we're providing a service to the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 creating a <laughs> ecosystem of something that people cannot do without. Yeah, can you imagine? It's radically life changing. Um, certified fans, thank you for supporting the show. This is people that can contribute six dollars a month, and you get a bunch of perks by doing so. And we're just super thankful for all that you do for us. And um, one thing that a lot of people like is that we will shout you out when you join our show. We're very <laughs> thankful for anyone that does take time to join the show. And we are um, going to do that again right now. So when we don't have somebody new, what we do is we spin our wheel of certified fans. And we really, y'all, here's the thing. We just need one more person before the end of the month. Okay, one person to join Certified Fans. That's it. And I Is hope. Is that you? I hope it will be you. <laughs> we are, yes, we are talking to you. <laughs> Hopefully you'll, um, oh my gosh, is the wheel not working today? Oh no, it's working. I was like, what are we going to do? We have to like make up a number. So I spin no. the wheel of Certified Fans and we just thank somebody that's been here. We dedicate every show to somebody that supports us because without you, we don't have a podcast. That's right. So the certified fan of the day is one eight three. So we want to give a shout out today to the person that makes this show possible. And that is one eight three left. So we'll go to one eight four. One eight four is Olivia L. Olivia L who lives in San Diego. Olivia L has been with us now since uh, how is we, the seventh month is what August? Yeah, uh, August no, of the seventh month is July. Is July? She's been with us since July of 2020, <laughs> and we are very thankful for you, Olivia. It's a long time to support a podcast. It is. So thank we you. love you for it. Thank you so much for supporting us. It really means a lot to us. We're it very, does. very, very thankful, and you're very, you're, you're less demonic because of um of what you do, <laughs> putting some good into this world. So thank you. You are more perfect because you believe what we say and you believe what we do and you believe what we think 
Yes. Life is just in perfect harmony. Thank you for what you do. <laughs> love you, love you, love you. You're a good person. And let's give uh, let's give a shout out today and dedicate the show to Olivia L. Olivia okay. L. in San Diego. Whoop, whoop to Olivia L. from San Diego. Appreciate so you. Fans page. We would love to have you support us. We just need one more person this month to text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. And uh, we appreciate all of our certified fans. So thank you for doing that. All right, Mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. I love you forever, honey. A moment in Kramer history. I got to be careful with this voice still. It's not 100% back. And I got Radiothon tomorrow, by the way, which is our um, thing for Johns Hopkins Children's Center that we're doing. So I'm going to... All right. Uh, a moment in Kramer history. This is where we look back on the stupid stuff we used to do on the radio back in the day. And it's fun. It's like fun to listen to because it's so dumb. Um, we... Uh, a segment I'm not playing for you today because it was just so wildly just like what was like how like we had male nurses call in and try to defend themselves and I'm like why was that a thing like what like we were just so stupid in the 2000s and the, the late 2000s I was literally that was the topic was like if you're a male nurse that's so embarrassing call us like what in the world alright we're gonna go with this one instead though are rich guys better in bed? Like, are, are rich guys better in bed? And the calls that came from this are just... <laughs> I love that people actually called in over this kind of stuff. Listen. I have a question, though, for women today. And Holly, I guess I'm going to direct this at you, but I need you guys to call in, too, if you've been in a situation like this. Um, first off, let me start by saying that this is not a kid-friendly segment. So no. if you've got little ears listening right now that may understand words that are not little, <laughs> come back in a couple minutes, Okay. But for the women who have been able to experience this, and I don't know if there are many of them out there, are rich guys better in bed? Are rich guys so much better in bed than guys who are not? Who are not as wealthy. Not as wealthy? Mm-hmm. Is there something about a guy who has money, does that make him better in bed? 230 WILN. I'm going to open up to you guys really quick, too. Holly, have you experienced, have you been with a guy with money? I, honestly, not really. I mean, not not wealth to the amount that we're talking, you know. Like, <laughs> I don't think you've been with a billionaire. No, like, certainly not. I don't even know any of them. In fact, I don't know people who know them. But the right. thing is, I mean, anytime I've ever been with a guy, it's been a situation where our money is either equal or his is a little less. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I would have to guess maybe not. I don't know what would make them better in bed. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, I, I've been on dates with guys who are better off than others, and they seem to be a little self-involved. If you are a woman who has been with a guy with money and without money, okay, I want to know, does a guy who has money, is he better in bed? If he's rich, does that automatically make him better in bed? And as Sheena brings up, Sheena. Yeah. Sheena brings up a point we have not looked at yet, Holly. Okay. And think about this. We have to look at this from the opposite point of view as well. Sheena, plead your case. Okay, well, I think in my experience that, uh, you know, poor guys tend to be the best in bed. See, and, and that's really weird. That's, that's, one, that's really? one angle we haven't taken yet. Well, I mean, 
Okay, so look at it this way. You're out with a guy who doesn't have a lot of money, or you're probably not out. You're probably at home. He probably is. <laughs> probably getting a little movies in the home cooks yeah, getting exactly. dinner. exactly. You know, there's not the nice dinner. There's not the nice club. There's not the nice apartment. You know, there's nothing sure. nice. So they got to work for it. Wow. So you... I guess that makes sense, though. With your experiences, so uh, can you say... I don't want to give your number out, but can you say that you've been with uh, more than 20 guys? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. And would you say that some of them are wealthy and some of them are not as wealthy? Oh, yeah. I've been with probably a mixture of both. So the wealthy... Can, can you kind of give us the experience with wealthy guys, then? Okay, well, you know, with wealthy guys, you know, like I was saying, you've, you've been out on the nice dinner, they've shown you to town, they, they've just got this, you know, cocky self-confidence <sighs> over the top, and really when it gets to the point where you're in the bedroom, they just feel like they can just lay there. So, so and, really, so you would say, you would say, uh, of all the rich guys that you've been, or wealthy guys you've been with, how many of them, what percentage of them just lay there? Ugh, pretty much all of them are either they try and do something over the top because wow. they think yeah. they can get away with it. And ain't nobody want that. <laughs> like, I don't care how much money you think you're making. You ain't going to do that. Wow. Now, what about poor guys, though, or people that are not as financially well off? Well, I mean, you know, they pretty much have nothing else to offer except for sex. So wow. there you have so it. So you got to be good at something, right? Those poor, poor guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's so sad. But well, I mean, at least they're good in the bed. Laura, yeah, you, bring up, you bring up a very valid point. I'm glad that you have uh, experience in both departments so that you're able to yeah, uh, speak for everyone. Yeah. Thank you for calling us. All right. Thank you. All right. See you. Bye. It's uh, 9.06 right now. That guy, Kramer, one of our interns, actually has experienced this. Um, you've been, Brittany, you've been with both. Yes. A rich guy and a poor guy. Yes. And what can you say? Are rich guys better in bed? Um, I believe they are. It's more exciting, too, just because with someone who isn't as wealthy, where are you going to do it, in the car or somewhere? <laughs> I mean, I'm not talking about a homeless person. I mean... <laughs> you had to go find a park bench, Damn. dust it off with some newspaper? Well, you had to think I'm younger, too, so... <laughs> what does that You're mean? You're not 12. <laughs> what, what does that mean? You're really confusing me this morning. I don't really know what that means. Angie, good morning. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Good. Rich guys, better in bed? No. No. See, you say no. See, now why Why is Brittany telling me yes, but you're telling me no? <clears throat> Rich guys are taking you out to dinner. They're taking you to a movie, to a show, probably on a vacation. By the time they're done with that, they feel like we owe them. They've already done their thing. Oh. They're lazy in bed. The poor guys... They can't offer you much else, so they damn well better be good at that. Wow, that's what that's Sheena what, said. When they're saying now. And so, I have to believe that. So poor guy. So so women pretty much expect if you don't have money, that you better be able to make it up some other way. Think about all these rich women who have their little lover on the side. Mm. It's the pool guy, the gardener, the broke guy who can't do nothing but clean your pool and clean your clock in bed. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so Holly. You all right? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, do you find that true? I mean, let's talk to Brittany here for a second. I mean, that means she makes a good point. Is that, you know, you've got guys that, I mean, if, if you are rich, and here, my girlfriend Shannon just texted me. She made a good point, too. She said that rich guys kind of expect you to sleep with them. So they can just do whatever they want. You're right. They've already they got have a sense of entitlement because of the dinner and the show and the vacations. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, did you well, not? I agree with that. Yeah. Because I was saying earlier that, like, maybe the woman has to be better for someone that's 
richer because they expect you to please them. Yeah. But maybe yep. that's that's a valid point though too. I kind of feel bad for the really poor guys now. I you know? Well, maybe maybe you why suck. feel bad for them? They're the ones who get at what they're doing. It's true. <laughs> they got a skill set. That's good. All right. I love you. Thank you for being a part of this. If you do want to support our Johns Hopkins Children's Center fundraiser that we do, would love for you to do it. I love. I would love Certified Mama's Boy people to show up tomorrow. Um, it is a, a huge fundraiser that we do for the Children's Hospital here. It's the second biggest one in, in the country. It used to be the biggest one. It's the longest running one, but it's now the second biggest one because you Phoenix people had to ruin it with your talk station over there. <laughs> but we're going to raise probably one point. Three million or more, and we can use every penny. Every penny is so important. So that's going to be tomorrow. Uh, and you'll you can go follow me on Instagram, and we'll I'll be posting on the certified fans page. But that'd be awesome if you want to support us. Really, really, really appreciate that. And we'll do another episode with Soul Worker Stacy tomorrow. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.